This is episode two in our Let's Talk About Sex series. Today we'll be chatting all about my top tips to help navigate difficult or painful sex. Enjoy! Hey mama, I'm sending you Wonderful pregnancy vibes, it's time for you To guide you through, let's take some time for you It's pregnancy with And welcome back to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast. It is episode two today in our Let's Talk About Sex Baby. <laughs> I'm going to have to sing it every time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you had to block your ears. I can't help myself. I really can't. I've got to sing that song. But episode two, Let's Talk About Sex series. If you haven't already, go back and check out episode one, which discusses all about the changes in pregnancy, birth and afterbirth, which will help you understand why sex might be different or why sex might be uncomfortable or for some women, why sex might be painful. Because today's episode is all about my top tips to help navigate painful sex. Now, this may not be if you are pregnant or postpartum, you may not have had a baby before. Uh, Probably not because you're on the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast, but this still applies to all stages of life, regardless of pregnancy or birth status. This applies to anyone who's having difficulties navigating sex. Okay, so share this far and wide with any women who are having problems with sex because there is so much amazing content in today's episode. I've essentially just gone and taken all my work as a women's health physio and how I manage women and treat women and help women navigate this problem and I've put it all in one amazing episode so I think you're really going to love it. Now remember this is a five-part series so the first two episodes are with me and then the next three episodes are with Nisha Gill who is an amazing holistic trauma and perinatal practitioner so she works with body work and helping women process trauma and prepare for birth and get back into their bodies and help improve things like pleasure and sex and so many things. She's amazing. So the next three episodes will be with her and we'll be discussing women and pleasure. We'll be talking about birth trauma and sex and we'll also be talking about navigating more of the emotional social sides and relationships and you know having really good healthy discussions. We'll be navigating that after sex. So today's more about like the physiotherapy, practical, physical things that we can do to help. So there's some breathing strategies, there's some tools and things that I'll talk about. So you might want to go look them up afterwards, but today's a bit more of a practical session with me. So I think you're really going to love it. And for those who want to connect in more with their bodies, which is a lot of what I'm going to be talking about today and get more in tune with themselves, I do encourage you to go over to my online membership, The Pregnant Pregnancy Posse because Nisha has given us a wonderful bonus track for all Pregnancy Posse members, which helps us to settle back into our bodies and settle our nervous systems, understand what we're feeling and just get more in our bodies. So as we speak about in future episodes and as I talk about in the Posse anyway, we're so in our heads these days and I think it's really important to us to get back into our bodies and that's what I'm going to talk about today as well when I talk about the deep breathing and the pelvic floor relaxation. So much of it is about how to get back into our bodies because if we're not in our bodies, it's really hard to relax properly if we're always in our heads. So, so much of today is about being able to do that. So I really hope you love this episode today. 
As always, jump over to my socials at Physio Laura and let me know what you think about it. Maybe let me know if you've had painful sex before, what your best strategies have been to improve that situation for yourself. There's so much you can do. So I want you to leave today's episode feeling empowered and confident that you are not a lost cause. There is so much you can do to improve this. You can have not only pain-free sex again, but pleasurable sex again, okay? It is so possible. So please tune in, listen to today's episode and let me know what you think about it. And if you have any follow-up questions, I'm always here to ask. And as always, inside the Pregnancy Posse, you have full access to me. So if you are a member and you've got any questions after today's episode, please do ask me. I am always there to help Pregnancy Posse members. As you know, I'm on standby. I'm your on-call physio. (laughs) So you can find out more if you like about the Pregnancy Posse at thepregnancyposse.com and you can trial the program for seven days if you are a pregnant mama listening to this and you want more advice. But otherwise, jump in now. We're going to listen to episode two all about my best tips for managing painful sex. Enjoy, ladies. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to the sex podcast. Like I said in the first episode, this one is just for everyone. This is applicable to every single woman, whether you're having problems or not. I just think it's so important to understand all of the different things about sex, particularly after birth. That's mostly what we're going to be talking about here, but not all. This will be relevant to those women who are maybe having troubles during pregnancy as well, or maybe you are not pregnant and you've not had a baby before and maybe you're 10 years postpartum. I'm not sure, but maybe you're having troubles with sex and this is going to be relevant for you too. So uh, this is a big part of what I do as a women's health physio. I know that seems strange to some people. They're like, what? You talk about sex? How is that part of a physiotherapy role? But it's a huge part of what we do. And obviously uh, we have a big focus on the pelvic floor and the pelvic region and sexual function is such a big part of that. So We have a whole range of different treatments and tools and strategies that we can use to help women overcome problems with sex. So we deal a lot with women who have overactive pelvic floors or chronic pelvic pain and subsequently they have problems with sex. And we talk a lot about how to increase pleasure and reduce pain, improve orgasm intensity, improve sensations in that area. And there's so much that we do. So this is first of all, your call to go and see a women's health physio if you are having troubles. But listen on, I'm going to give you some great tips today that you can get started with. So what I wanted to start with is a general advice for returning to sex as like a starting point after birth. So this is for everyone, whether you have problems or not. So firstly, make sure for everyone, make sure that you recover really, really well from birth. So regardless of whether you're thinking about sex right now, but if you've just had a baby for all facets of your life, it is so important that you take a few weeks to just get as much horizontal rest as possible. You'll hear me bang on about this, but if you can spend the first two weeks after birth lying down, so sitting is not enough rest. You need to actually lie down, get as much horizontal rest as possible. I tell you what, it makes such an enormous difference for women's recoveries. Whether you've had a C-section or a vaginal delivery, lying down, letting your body rest. Remember, you have just run an absolute marathon. You may have had surgery. You may have had interventions or not. You may have just had the most straightforward birth. Regardless, everybody needs to take that time to rest. If you had gone and run a marathon, you would rest. If you had gone and had a sporting injury, you would rest. But for some reason after birth, we don't 
I think, respect our bodies enough to give them the rest they deserve. Now, they've been through an enormous amount. And if you still have a baby and you're sitting there thinking, yeah, but I'm fine. I don't need to worry about it. Please come and talk to me because yes, you do. You need to respect what your body has been through and honor it by giving it the rest it deserves. It's only a couple of weeks out of your entire life. Trust me, it will make a difference. So I've harped on about that enough. Another thing, if your perineum is tender and sore or swollen, ice can help with the pain. So that can be worthwhile doing for that too. Wearing compression around your tummy and or your vulval and perineal area can really help support your healing as well. So that might be a good option for you. Really take it easy with physical activity in those first few weeks as well. So I'm talking, don't push yourself, only small walks and some gentle pelvic floor exercises if you feel up for it. For some women, they might want to do some gentle stretching or activation exercises on the floor but really it's not about exercise in those first few weeks it's all about resting giving yourself enough space to bond and feed your baby well adjust to the new family dynamics adjust to the hormonal changes adjust to the physical healing there's so much to adjust to you don't need to throw exercise or pressure to have sex on top of that so just firstly heal and recover well from birth Then when you eventually feel ready to engage intimately with either yourself or with your partner again, um, and again, we're going to talk in a later episode with Nisha about how intimacy might actually look different after birth anyway, and how intimacy doesn't need to look like PIV, which is penis in vagina or any sort of penetrable, is that the right word? Penetrable. (laughs) Anything inside the vagina is what I'm trying to say. So it doesn't have to look like something going into the vagina for you to be having a sexual relationship or for you to have intimacy. Absolutely not. That never has to look like what sex looks like. So unfortunately, our warped view of society at the moment, there's so many reasons why that's the case, but we think we need to have penetration for it to be a quote unquote sex you know, act. That's not the case. So um, here are some tips to set you up for success when you are feeling ready to engage with yourself or with your partner again. So as I mentioned in the last episode, your vagina is likely to be drier because of all the hormonal changes, the drop in estrogen after birth. So whether you feel dry or not, some women will say, no, I feel quite lubricated. I don't feel dry. That's great. Other women will feel that dryness, but whether you feel dry or not, I really think it is better to err on the side of caution and use lubricant for your first time entering into some sort of vaginal penetration so when I'm talking about lubricant do not buy the bloody strawberry sensation tasty smelly full of chemical I don't know if I can swear on this podcast crap (laughs) Uh, from the supermarket do not ever buy that I don't think you should ever be putting that inside your body ever it's gross it's nasty don't do it (laughs) so when you're talking about lubricants I think a general rule of thumb is like if you can eat it you can put it in your vagina so any sort of organic oils that you know work well for you you're obviously not allergic to you don't react to organic coconut oils organic olive oils whatever it is that feels right and good for you that you've used before they're great options keep in mind um, oils and condoms not a good match so if you are looking for contraception and you're using condoms for contraception uh, probably don't use oils at the same time other brands that are really really good and they're no nasties i love olive and bee that's fantastic and i also love uber lube uber lube is wicked it's like a silicon based beautiful lubricant you can use it in your hair make it all nice and beautiful and shiny also great for your vagina so um, there's some great options for lubricants but like i said whether you feel dry or not i think it's a good 
starting place to just err on the side of caution for your first time having any sort of penetration to make sure you use some lubrication. Okay, because what can happen? Let's say you think, oh no, Laura, I'm great. I don't need lubricant, never used it before, never had a problem with lubrication. I'm just going to do it. So then you have vaginal penetration and you don't use lubricant and it feels a bit frictiony, it feels a bit dry, it feels a bit uncomfortable. What can happen then is your brain then gets into the, oh, oh, that doesn't feel right. You tense your pelvic floor up a little bit and you think, oh, I feel a bit uncomfortable. And then your brain remembers that. And then next time you go to have sex, your brain remembers, oh, actually, no, last time you did that, I didn't like it. You it felt a bit uncomfortable. I felt a bit sore and I felt a bit dry and maybe you're sore afterwards and your brain remembers that. And then what can happen sometimes is that you then feel a bit more tense before you have sex because your brain remembers that, oh, I didn't like that last time. So you tense up because you're trying to guard yourself against a potential sore point. And then it can become this vicious cycle where you're tense. So therefore you've got more friction. So then you're more sore and then it can become this bit of a cycle. So I just think it's easier Put a little bit of lubricant on and make sure that it's friction-free and a really good time. Okay, that's the reason why I promote that. Now, staying well hydrated is also really helpful for lubrication. So make sure you, and just for general life, you know, enjoyment and health. So make sure you are drinking really well. And as always, make sure that you don't just jump straight into it. I don't think you ever should, but don't jump straight into penetration, particularly if you've just had a baby. Lots of foreplay, lots of warming up, lots of focus on increasing your arousal and increasing your blood flow in that pelvic area. Um, Don't just jump straight into penetration in a potentially sensitive vagina even if you think oh but we've only got two minutes the baby's about to wake up let's just quickly have you know penetrative sex a I would encourage you to then think about well what does sex mean to us and again we're going to talk about this later in an interview with Nisha but really evaluating with your partner what does sex mean to us do we need to have penis in vagina or you know any sort of vaginal penetration um however you're having sex if there's penetration do we need to have penetration to have sex can we have other ways of being intimate can we have other ways of having sex that doesn't need to look like that and if it does look like that and if that's important to me and my partner well you know do we need to jump straight into it is it important for us to warm up to have a lot of arousal by touching on the outside and stimulating on the outside before we jump straight into that. So I just think that's really important. Again, what I'm coming from in this is that the vagina is likely to be sensitive after birth. So jumping straight into stretching that area can be really uncomfortable for a lot of women. So just reevaluating that part of it and not jumping straight into it can be really helpful for most women who are finding friction or discomfort with that so just some food for thought with jumping straight in making sure that you do warm up you're feeling aroused you're feeling like there's good blood flow and lubrication before you go into any sort of penetration so that's like a general you know guide to returning to sex after birth for everyone now for some women you will do that and you'll go great I feel fantastic I've got you know, it feels good down there. I've got no pain. I've got no sore spots. I've got no discomfort. I emotionally feel really ready to do this. I feel aroused. I feel turned on. I feel like I want to be intimate in this way. Fan bloody tastic. That is so good. I'm wrapped for you. You probably don't need to listen to the rest of this podcast. (laughs) 
The person that should keep tuning in is the woman that does those things, but still thinks, you know what, this doesn't feel right. This is still a little bit uncomfortable for me. This is still a little bit painful. And again, this may not just be for afterbirth. You might be listening to this and you're not in the afterbirth category, but you are having painful sex. This is going to apply to you. So this is for the women now who are having painful sex. And when I'm saying painful, it can range from every time I have sex, I feel discomfort all the way through to I cannot have any sex, including penetration, because I've got so much pain. Some women can't even be touched on the outside of their vulva because they've got so much pain. That's quite, you know, the other end of the spectrum, but it exists. And I think it's really important that I now give you some tools and some strategies to help work through that. So that's who I'm looking at. (laughs) That's who I'm talking to. So let's start with, first of all, what is the role of the pelvic floor when it comes to sex and sexual function? So we know that a strong and supple pelvic floor, so a pelvic floor that can contract and relax well, is really good for sexual sensations. We also know that a pelvic floor that is too tight, too tense, overactive, can't relax, means that there's going to be less relaxation in those pelvic floor muscles, which means there's going to be more friction And it means it's going to be a potential sexual pain point because when we're having, and we're talking about penetration right now, when we're having sex, we need that area to be able to expand and relax and stretch. If it doesn't want to, and your pelvic floor is responsible for allowing that to happen, if your pelvic floor does not want to expand, stretch, relax, if there's trigger points in your pelvic floor, if there's tension in your pelvic floor, and you're then trying to stretch it and um, press on it and move it, because you're having penetrative, I hate that word, I'm going to stumble on it every time, penetrative (laughs) sex, it's going to be a problem for you. So you need to learn how to relax your pelvic floor. That's really, really important. So I'm going to run you through now just a really quick exercise because I'm sure if you've been listening to my podcast or if you're part of my pregnancy posse programs, you know how to do your pelvic floor by now because I do feel like I bang on about it enough. But for those who have never heard me talk about the pelvic floor, I'm going to run you through a really quick exercise now. So wherever you're sitting right now or standing listening to this um, podcast, I want you to relax your belly. So put your hands on your belly. Now take a big breath in. I want you to expand your belly out like a big balloon for one, two, three, and rest it back in. Let it passively just fall back in. Now I want you to do that one more time. Expand your belly out, take a big breath in, but make sure your shoulders, your neck, your chest does not move. So maybe put one hand in your chest, one hand in your belly. Big breath in, chest doesn't move, it's all in the belly. Expand the belly for one, two, three, and relax all the way back in again. So I want your chest to stay relaxed, your belly to be expanding when you're doing that. Okay, so now hopefully your belly is relaxed. Now what I want you to do, squeeze around your vagina, squeeze and tighten. Now lift it up like you're lifting up through an elevator to level one, level two, hold it there for one, two, and three. And now drop it all the way back down to level zero and open and relax that vaginal area, okay? Now, Do that again, but make sure it's a secret. So when you're doing this, no one should be able to tell what you're doing. So if you're sitting on the train listening to this right now, the person next to you has no idea what you're doing. Or if you're in a meeting or if you're on the phone or whatever it is, you should be able to continue talking. You should be able to continue breathing. You shouldn't be making any funny facial expressions and you shouldn't be tensing your tummy or your bottom or any other part of your body. It should be a secret. So let's do it again. Tighten around the vagina, pull it up to level one, 
Level two, let's hold it there for one. Keep breathing, two and three. And now drop it all the way back down and relax and open the vagina again. So imagine it like an elevator door opening at the very end. You close the elevator door, you lift it up to level one, level two, hold it there, and then you drop it back down to level one, level two, and open. Okay, imagine it like that. Now, if you couldn't do that, it is important that you probably go and see a pelvic floor physio because it is important that you know how to not only contract your pelvic floor, which is a lot of the focus for a lot of women is more, stronger, longer, squeeze it more. It's actually that you can also relax. So if you maybe got to level two on that elevator analogy, but then you couldn't quite get it back down to level zero, then you need to start working a little bit more on relaxing your pelvic floor. So that is an exercise that you can do during the day at home where you just squeeze it, lift it up like that, and then you try and drop it all the way back down. Now, don't rush the relaxing part. You need to really give yourself a good amount of time. So you might give yourself 10 seconds whilst you're taking some big belly breaths to see if you can really let that pelvic floor go all the way back down to base. Okay, you might then try to let it go and you think, oh, I'm not sure if I'm completely off, then you might do a couple of those big belly breaths that I did at the start and that will really help to steady your pelvic floor again. Another way that you can try and relax your pelvic floor a little bit better is that you might want to do some body scanning. So you might want to lie down in a comfortable position. You might want to start with the top of your head and then work your way all the way down to your toes and just letting go of all the muscles as you go through. So you might tell yourself, okay, relax my forehead. Don't squint, relax around my eyes. Make sure my jaw is relaxed. Make sure my neck is relaxed. Drop my shoulders. Make sure my chest is relaxed. Take some big belly breaths through my tummy. Make sure I'm nice and soft in the belly. Make sure my hips are relaxed. Make sure I'm not squeezing my bottom. Let go of my pelvic floor. Make sure my thighs are relaxed. I'm not squeezing my knees. Make sure my feet are relaxed and they're just floating around. Wiggle my toes and start again. And you might do that for a couple of minutes until you feel like all the muscles in your body are completely relaxed. Now, I'm not going to go into in-depth with these exercises today. You can do this with me inside the Pregnancy Posse in greater depth. It's also probably not the medium to do it on a podcast because a lot of it is visual. But I wanted you to know that there are so many strategies you can do if you feel like your pelvic floor is tense or is overactive and that is a problem for you sexually. These breathing techniques, these pelvic floor relaxation techniques, and these body scanning techniques can be really, really, really helpful. So I wanted to start it off by telling you there are all these things that you can do to relax your pelvic floor. Now, the next thing, once you've learned to relax your pelvic floor, is thinking about, as physios, we call it outer course. So outer course over intercourse. So just for those women who are having troubles with any sort of vaginal penetration and you're feeling like fearful or scared or like upset about the thought of that, you probably need to just put a boundary around we, I myself or we as a partnership are not going to have any sort of intercourse for yay amount of time. So for some women who are having a lot of trouble with intercourse, I will say, right, Go home and have a discussion with your partner that you're going to say for the next month, we are not going to have any intercourse whatsoever, like hard line, hard boundary around that. Because what I find is a lot of women then find it hard to relax without a course or any other ways of being intimate because they're think in the back of their head, oh, but what if this leads to intercourse? And I really don't want to have intercourse because it's sore and it's painful and I'm not interested in it and it hurts and I don't like it right now. But they feel uncomfortable setting that boundary. And so therefore they kind of throw everything off the table. They throw the baby out with the bathwater and they have no intimacy whatsoever. And then that can cause a whole range of other issues. And they might, that might not be what you actually want. You may not want 
to not be intimate in any way physically. It's just that you don't want to have intercourse. So I think it's important to focus on outer course over intercourse. And so what I mean by this is thinking about other ways to be intimate. So you want to think about what other ways can I be intimate that do not involve vaginal intercourse, vaginal penetration. So kissing, cuddling, massage, touching on the inner thighs or the outside of the vulva or clitoral stimulation. Like there is so much to explore that does not involve going into the vagina. There's so much to explore that, you know, are arousing for us and that are intimate for us and really can turn you on without it needing to be anything to do with the vagina. So just having a really good conversation with yourself, first of all, and asking yourself, what do you like and what feels really good without a course? And what could you explore with your partner that maybe you haven't before that doesn't involve intercourse okay so this is a really good conversation starter for a lot of women after birth and a really good opportunity to explore things that you like that maybe you haven't tried before or having sex in a way that you haven't thought about before with your partner maybe you've always just had intercourse and that feels great and that's fantastic but maybe this is a good opportunity to explore other things that you might enjoy that you haven't I guess been forced to explore before because you haven't had pain or friction or troubles with it and the reason why I get women to do outer course is because I don't want women to end up in this cycle and I mentioned it before of where maybe you have intercourse and that feels uncomfortable and painful and not pleasurable and then your body remembers that and then next time you start kissing your partner or cuddling and maybe you're thinking oh this is might lead to some sort of penetration I don't really want that so I'm going to tense up now because my body reminds me that that was sore last time and then it's not a pleasurable experience then you've got more pain you've got more tension and then likely if you do attempt to have some sort of intercourse it doesn't feel good because you're tense and you're sore and it's a really bad cycle to get into so again that's why I think it's great to have a conversation with yourself and have a conversation with your partner and set a firm boundary around you know what let's not try intercourse for x amount of time and let's really explore other ways of arousing and exploring my body and being intimate and stimulating myself without needing to do that I think it's really really important conversation to have now this is all assuming you're having partner sex by the way and that is not at all something that needs to even be on the cards for a lot of women too so this might be a really good opportunity if you're having painful sex or if you've attempted sex and it doesn't feel right to just explore yourself and just remove your partner from that situation for a little bit of time and again this is where the conversation around what does intimacy look like for you is really important we're going to talk about that with Nisha in a future episode but exploring yourself so particularly for those women who've had some birth trauma or who have had scars down there episiotomies perineal tears if something doesn't feel right if you feel apprehensive about touching that area or looking at that area maybe you've got a prolapse and you're feeling really self-conscious about that area you need to reacquaint yourself with your vulva and with your perineum again so that might look like looking down there that might look like just gently touching down there feeling what you know the anatomy feels like does it feel different does it look different from what it used to look like and 
touching that area might look like a little bit of massage along your scar lines if you have any scars it might look like a little bit of stretching around the bottom of the vaginal area where it can feel tight and sore and tense sometimes it might look like stimulation or masturbation if you're feeling up for that and then just asking yourself does this feel good does this feel sore does this feel sensitive does this feel pleasurable does it feel different and just starting to get to know the new you the new body the new vulva the new perineum after birth before you're even ready to entertain partner sex and that is completely fine that's a great idea for those women who are feeling a bit overwhelmed by the thought of somebody else exploring that area before they truly understand themselves after birth so I think it's really important out of course over intercourse if you're having troubles and just yourself before you involve your partner if you're having troubles as well so now what I wanted to talk about is the practical toolkit that you can employ that physios do use if you're still continuing to have troubles. So if you've done the relaxation, you've done the breathing, you've done a lot of self-touch and massage and exploration yourself, you've done a lot of outer course with your partner, but maybe you're still finding it hard. Maybe there's still some block there. There are tools and um, toys and things like that that you can use that might help you. And, and I think it's really important to note them so that women know that there are other things they can help. So the main ones that we would use as physiotherapists are vibrators and or any other sex toy that feels good to you if you're struggling to find pleasure in your pelvis. If internal sex is a problem, you know, how you might be able to find external stimulation and pleasure that maybe you're struggling to on your own. So vibrators and sex toys can be really great options for that. And that might be something that you want to talk to your women's health physio about if you're not sure where to look or what's a good option they are really really helpful women to help you work out what might be a good option for you and the other thing that women's health physios may use are things called wands vaginal wands or dilators and essentially what these are and this is not something that I'd probably recommend you do on your own I would definitely talk to your women's health physio before you do it but they're graded sizes of wands so they look like just a long round um yeah, wand or like um, this, you know, conical shape that you insert into the vagina for those women who are struggling with internal penetration. So the woman would do it herself to start with and you would just use a really small and thin size to start with just to get used to having something in the vagina to put a little bit of stretch and a little bit of pressure on the vaginal opening and the internal walls. And these dilators and wands can be used for stretch, for um internal trigger point massage for some women if they've got a lot of trigger points in those deep pelvic floor muscles and the guide is that usually you will increase the size of the dilator or the wand as you feel more and more comfortable with stretch on those vaginal walls now you would do this under the guidance of a women's health physio they can be really fabulous tools to improve women's confidence with having you know, something stretching the vaginal walls. Um, and often it's with the goal of getting back to penetrative sex. So uh, it can be really, really helpful for some women. So that's another thing to consider is vibrators and wands or dilators. So talk to your women's health physio about these. So now I just wanted to quickly recap my like general quick checklist for those women if you are having painful sex of the strategies that you can take to try and overcome this because again it is not something that is normal it is not something that you should put up with it is not something that's like no pain no gain you know just got to get through it and then we will be good I actually find that if you try and push through the pain 
it creates that cycle of pain and tension and then it's actually can be really hard to get out of and sex should not be painful sex should be pleasurable so it's important that you don't get stuck in that pain tension cycle so just to recap relaxing Breathing deeply, letting go of any tension in your abdominal muscles and your pelvic floor is really, really important. So practicing those deep belly breaths, practicing pelvic floor relaxation strategies, practicing those big body scans. If you do know you've got a lot of physical tension in your body, really, really, really important. Secondly, using a no nasties lubricant. So using like an Uber Lube, an olive oil or coconut oil or the olive and bee one that I spoke about, reducing any friction in a potentially dry vagina, really, really important. So making sure that you use a really nice lubricant so that you reduce any friction points that might be there. Thirdly, touching and exploring yourself before introducing a partner. So getting to know your vulva, your perineum, what feels good, what doesn't feel good before introducing a partner, really good so that you can understand your body well, so that you can then coach a partner to what feels good. And also really good for building up your confidence after birth. If you're feeling apprehensive about sensitivity in that area or pain or, you know, uh, what, what feels different and what doesn't, it's really good to explore that yourself first. Fourthly, trying some gentle massage and or stimulation on yourself to see how you feel before introducing your partner. Fifthly, when starting, fifthly, is that a word? (laughs) When starting with your partner, choosing outer course before intercourse. So that's really important so that you can relax fully into it, understand what feels good on the outside before you introduce any sort of intercourse or internal penetration. Because again, that can be a really sensitive spot for a lot of women. So that's my fifth point. Sixth point is see your pelvic floor physio if you're still having struggles with returning to pain-free sex. And my, what are we up to now? Seventh point is the potential use of tools such as wands, vibrators, or dilators. And again, that's a really good chat to have with your women's health physio. So that might seem like a really, really small, slow, steady graded approach, which it is because when it comes to painful sex, you can't rush, you can't skip steps, you can't rush into it. Slow and steady wins the race. So it's really important that you don't try and jump ahead and rush back into it, that you really take your time on that journey because sometimes when you rush ahead, it can be like taking a few steps back. So it's really important that you just do a slow, gradual, steady approach I hope that was helpful and like I said, really important, go touch base with your women's health physio if you feel like you need any extra love or support or help, but you are definitely not alone. This is an issue that we do commonly deal with and there's so many things that you can do to get on top of it. So I highly recommend you don't put up with that. You definitely take some proactive steps to make sure that you take yourself out of that pain tension cycle and put yourself back into that pleasurable cycle. Hello, mamas. Okay, anyone who just listened to that episode and is navigating difficult or painful sex right now, I hope, 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 hope hope that you feel so confident now and so empowered that there is something you can do today to get you on the right track towards, like I said, not only pain-free sex, but pleasurable sex. Sex is not meant to be tolerated or, you know, grit your teeth and bear it. It is not meant to be something that you just check the box on. It is meant to be pleasurable. It is meant to be enjoyable. It is meant to be a beautiful time to connect in with yourself and with your body and with your partner. So it is such a, such an important activity to be able to do pain-free okay and not just pain-free but to be able to enjoy so I really hope that wherever you are in your journey right now 
whether you're having slight discomfort or whether you're having extreme discomfort, that you know that there is now things that you can start working on. There is that checklist I walked you through that you can start ticking off. And remember that if you're struggling or if you're feeling like you need more guidance, absolutely go and see your local women's health physio because this is something we deal with all the time. And you can really, really get great results from sitting down with someone and working out a game plan. So I encourage you, don't sit with this alone thinking that you're a lost cause because you are not. There is so much that you can do. So I hope for everyone listening to this that you go and have great sex today. And if not, that you go and do one thing off that list that I said that might help you take a step in the right direction. So I really hope that helps. Now, remember, this is a five-part series. So we've got three episodes coming up with the wonderful Nisha Gill, which is going to delve more into the embodiment, mental, spiritual, emotional side of sex, including birth trauma, navigating sex after birth, and pleasure in general, a topic I love talking about because it's something that I'm trying to work on. It's actually my word for 2022 is how can I get more pleasure in my life? So They're going to be great. Make sure you subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast so you don't miss any of those releases coming up. And if you are someone that is impatient and you want to consume all of these episodes all at once, this entire series is already pre-uploaded inside my online membership, The Pregnancy Posse, along with the bonus audio track from Nisha, which is helping us all settle into our bodies It is helping us all to relax and settle our nervous system. So if that's something that you want to listen to and enjoy and soak up, that's inside the Pregnancy Posse right now. So head to thepregnancypossy.com and you can trial that for seven days. Otherwise, mamas, I hope wherever you are right now that you are having a wonderful day and you are excited to go and have great sex. I will catch you soon for the next episode. Uh, Otherwise, enjoy.